Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday. We are in the season of ordinary time, and this is the end of the tenth week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Matthew chapter 14. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go ahead to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when noticing, when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. After feeding more than 5,000 people, Jesus dismisses the crowd and retreats to spend some alone time in prayer. He sends the disciples ahead of him to the other side of the lake, and he stays behind to pray well into the night. This is a practice that Jesus keeps regularly. He spends time in prayer. And we can suppose that it is from this close communion with God in prayer that Jesus draws the wisdom and strength to engage in his mission, because part of that mission is knowing and doing God's will. Faithful to the will and purposes of his Heavenly Father, Jesus' faith and trust in the Heavenly Father is the righteousness that Jesus both reveals and gives to us. And, as in his meditation on God's Word and his seeking God's company in prayer, Jesus remains close to the heart of the Heavenly Father and faithful to the mission that has been entrusted to him. 
As we will soon learn, that mission will proceed humbly and obediently according to God's love and wisdom, but in a way that seems not only foolish to the world, but entirely intolerable to our own ambitious minds. I hope that this kind of communion with God in prayer and in God's Word is why you participate in this service of morning prayer. And more than that, I hope that God has come and met you here, no matter what time you have come to pray. After all, God has promised to draw near to all who call on God's name and to come and dwell with all of those who are gathered in his name. From this encounter with God this morning, we are sent into the world to bear witness to who God is and what God has done in Jesus Christ. And yet, what we mostly remember about this story is not Jesus' alone time or his time of prayer, but his walking on the water. And, at least for a little while, Peter's walking on the water. But I have to be honest with you, I don't know why it is that Peter asked Jesus to summon him out of the boat and onto the water. I know that Jesus is the creative force of the universe, that the sea is his, for he made it, and so he commands the winds and the wave, and I have no doubts that Jesus walked on water. And yet, I still do not know why Peter found it necessary to get out of the boat. It's easy to think that this story is meant to inspire us to trust in Jesus so much that we discover that we too have the kind of power and authority over the elements that we're willing to get out of the boat and come to Jesus on the waves. And maybe that is simply it. Peter trusts Jesus, and then Peter doesn't trust in him. Jesus would always have us trust in him. And yet, the goal of such faith is not that we can perform amazing tricks, but so that we too, like Jesus, might live a life of faith and obedience to the will and purposes of the Heavenly Father. Following the Messiah, the Son of God, to his rejection, crucifixion, and death will prove to be just as impossible as getting out of the boat and walking to Jesus on the waves. But nevertheless, it is the faith that God gives us that trusts that with God all things are possible. So just as Jesus walked on the water, so Jesus will die for us and rise for us, so that we might confidently and humbly forever put our trust in him and come to him. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, 
for the gifts of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For who else? For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for the sick, for the mourning, for those who are recovering, for those healing, for all in need. For all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for those who are working to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else, do we ask? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. In Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen.